Check one, two, one, two. Rolling Friends Podcast, what it is. Welcome back, guys. Back at it like a magnet. You know, I can tell that you guys are my friends. Because week after week, I say these things that make no sense. Like, back at it like a magnet. And you keep coming back. That means you get my weirdness. You understand. And you keep coming back. Maybe you just tolerate it because of the guests I interview and you're just like alright I'll deal with real because the guys he interviews are what I want to get to well guess what today's there's no guest so make up your mind now you can stick around and hang out for the weirdness or you can wait till the next episode it won't hurt my feelings either way but besides the point welcome to Realm Friends Now, before we get into what's going on in my world, we have experienced another loss in the community. Rest in peace to Mr. Ray. Anytime there's a loss within the community, I'm reminded how precious our time is with on this planet, but also with loved ones. I'm not going to say I was super tight with Mr. Ray, but we're always in the same circles and I was always loved when I saw him. And he was definitely a source of inspiration and collaboration for a lot of people. What brings me joy and what I am most grateful for are my children, Luan Hati, Ligaya, Arenaldo. Through them, I am learning that being a father extends beyond the title. I commit myself to the shared journey as my heart walks outside of my body through emotional, mental, physical, and spiritual planes. I saw the infinite sky with all of my strengths and weaknesses and a shame. They fly and guide me through the winds and waves. I always find it funny how my children are better swimmers than me. I feel their happiness exudes with self-confidence and that makes me joyful. As they share their love for the ocean, water, I get to sink into the depth of my own truth and vulnerability because my children accept it. And because I chose to surrender the part of me that is not so wonderful in my eyes, that I see the clear stream of the same love and value that I deserve for myself. And the joy through this experience deserves gratitude. It is the way I celebrate, honor my greatest teachers, my ancestors, my sunflowers, Thoughts, prayers, love, and support to all my friends and family that are um, suffering from this loss. There is a GoFundMe out there. I encourage anyone that can to support the family of Mr. Ray. Uh, we'll miss you, man. All right, listen up, guys. I'm sorry to do this. I got to take a quick break. About three years ago, I created this company called Art of Storytelling. And basically what we do is we sell cassette tapes of Slick Rick's The Art of Storytelling. Just kidding. So I run a full service production company. We do everything from ideation, pre-production, production, post-production, very much geared around solving problems through storytelling. So the next time you're in a brainstorm meeting with your boss and he says we need to create a video to create impact or 
to make a splash for some sort of initiative, send them my way. I promise you'll be the hero. You'll be the office hero once they get that beautifully shot vertical video that everyone watches on their phones. Hit me up. Rail.mov on IG. Chances are I have a video that you need already. Let's talk it through. Alright, back to the program. Alright, let's get into some news. Alright, let's start off this news segment first with some personal news. I have a big trip coming up. Next week, I'm going to LA. A few episodes ago, I told you guys that I am now the technical producer for the Rory and Mall podcast. It's been exciting. I think we're rounding out at about, I think it's about a month now I've been working with them. We're getting a rapport. If you are a listener of the podcast, you might have heard me in the background a few times just shouting out my opinions. They were talking about who was the first person we would see once we went to heaven. I said Tupac and they all laughed at me. Yo, Rel's never said anything before. He said Tupac. <laughs> Going to Tupac first. Yo, you're really from the Bay. <laughs> that, that's who you That's some Bay Tupac. shit to do. Uh, <laughs> that's our guy. We love him too. Yo, interviewing Pac first is fucking crazy. I'm like, come on, man. I'm a Bay boy. Tupac's our God. Do not laugh at the God. But you know what? I'm chilling. You know, I know I'm surrounded by native New Yorkers. It's all good. It's all good. Yeah. You know, we're gaining that rapport. Once we're there, I'm going to have to lay down the law. Nah, just kidding. Heated debates on hip hop. I love it, man. I love it. But definitely check out the Rory Mall podcast. I'm not talking a whole lot yet. I may not. I mean, I might just stick to the background because I just love watching them and I want to be the best producer I can. I can't be multitasking. I'm over there switching, getting audio levels, and there's a lot more I want to bring to the production. So we'll see. We'll see. I mean, you'll still hear them saying Rel all the time because they're like, Rel, what camera am I on? And stuff like that. So it's been a lot of fun. It's been a lot of fun. But I'm going on a production next week. We're going to be in LA. We're shooting a bunch of stuff. And I actually am looking to cop some new gear. Why would you just join me uh, as I shop through BNH? So it feels like a lot of his music is compatible with shopping. <laughs> this is for all my fellow video producers that enjoy wasting their money at BNH. I'm on the site right now because I need a few things. So if you are up on gear news, you'll see that Ziyun released. Is that how you say it? I don't know if that's it. So Ziyun is a brand that seemed like a bootleg brand, but their products just got better and better. And now they're kind of like up there as a contender for some of the best makers of videography products. And at a very reasonable price. So they just released their 5-Array M20 pocket-sized fill lights. I have been on the market for some good quality fill lights. Um, just small little accent lights, some LEDs that I can use to punch in wherever I need it. These are accessories that a lot of people don't take in consideration when lighting a set. So you got your key lights, which are your main lights, but then having these little small lights to fill in specific areas can go a very long way. With that, I'm gonna add these to my cart right now. I'm gonna get four of them because I have been waiting on these. I was gonna get the Aperture ones. Those cost $500 for a pack of, what, eight, I think. 
this is gonna send me what i'm getting the full thing with the barn doors and the little covers and what, what are they what, fill diffusion all that i'm gonna get that so it's gonna be about 300 bucks for four of them add to cart all right and then as i was browsing around i saw that came tv just dropped some new v mount batteries these look really cool real sleek they got a 99 watt and then also a 50 watt i have some v mount batteries so if, if no one is familiar v mount batteries are batteries that are used on more higher end a lot of broadcast cameras amongst other things you could you could power lights you can power a ton of things they just they're these big block looking batteries that can power things for a long period of time if you search around on youtube and, and look at rigs that have been modded for their cameras a lot of people put these v-mount batteries because you can last full day you can even, probably even two days of production just on one battery they are built big and bulky so i've been looking for a smaller compact solution and this looks like it might be it so came tv has the mini 99c and also 50c i'm guessing it's called for the lower end one very nice very sleek they have an led screen on top that tells you how much battery life is left the 99 watt one is 178 dollars i'm not gonna do it i'm not gonna do it yet do not add to cart i have two that work very well for me still they are big you know what okay next gig I'm gonna treat myself and get one of these. So next next gig that pays me well, I'm gonna get this. But for now, that's a no. I have a corporate gig coming up later in the year in Q2 where I need a teleprompter. So this company, it's, it's called Great Place to Work. The company's called Great Place to Work and I do a lot of their video production stuff and it's usually a lot of um, corporate folks giving out um, information to clients. Uh, and a lot of time it's scripted and they are looking straight to camera, uh, reading a script off of a teleprompter. The last shoot we did, I had to rent a teleprompter. I have the, a little, the little parrot ones, but that's not suitable for stuff like this. When doing corporate work, you wanna look a little more professional. So you gotta get something that's, you gotta get the higher end gear. So I'm in the market for a teleprompter they're very pricey so i'm gonna wait so this be a no on a new teleprompter but i did see that elgato has a new prompter called the elgato creators prompter and this is a small little prompter that you would prop on top of your computer camera or on top of your monitor and this would be a tool for like in zoom meetings where you need to not make it obvious where you're reading off of something this would be handy for that so i really like it for this it's 280 bucks i can see myself using this for when i'm doing my rel and friends interviews there's a lot of times where i need to um, get to my notes and be ready to pivot to the next topic and um, when i'm interviewing my friends i don't want it to be obvious that i'm like not listening at the moment and i'm thinking about the next thing so this helps it look like you're looking straight at the camera and still looking at your notes and stuff so elgato creator prompter add to cart and that's going to be pre-order so i won't get it until march 18 i need that right now well we'll pre-order whatever all right well yeah thanks for going on this journey i'm not buying anything else because let's see my cart total right now is 
Oh my god, I got 10 things in my cart. Let's see. I'm at 16.85. What do I have in here? Let me see what else. Hold on. Sorry, guys. You guys are going to go on this journey with me, okay? And they're trying to get me to sign up for a credit card, and I'm not doing that. Okay. So I got the Elgato prompter. I'm buying a Porter Brace uh, lightweight run and gun bag because the way i travel with my camera now i have a pelican case one of those large pelican cases for all of my gear but i need a bag so that when i get to my destination i can just have my camera set up and i can just pull it out and be ready to shoot so i'm getting a porter brace bag for that i got my four um led lights oh i have two bags in here that's why let me take one out of here and I got some headphones. I got some Pioneer DJ headphones. They're 370 bucks. I was using these at another studio and I really liked them. So I'm going to cop. I'm not going to check out yet because I'm going to double think this before I check out. Because that's a lot of money. But it's also a business investment. So I can do that. Well, it's, you know, shopping with an edge. And guess what? We finally have some voicemail. That's right. We got two voicemails here. We're going to get into that in a second. I was about ready to cut this voicemail segment because we weren't getting any. But we have two. So these two homies single-handedly saved this voicemail segment. We'll get into that in a second. But rounding out this news portion of the show, I have some exciting news about Rel and Friends. Good news and bad news. Let me give you the bad news first, okay? The bad news is... We're going to take a little bit of a break. There's a lot on my plate right now. There's a lot of things in the works behind the scenes. So I need two weeks. I need two weeks to get ahead of these interviews, stack these interviews. Let me give you a little sneak preview of some people we have coming up. My homie Steve Sweatpants, photographer, amazing photographer out of Brooklyn, New York. He runs a magazine called Street Dreams Magazine. He's on tour right now, but we set up some time to talk to him. My boy Tommy Jules, who is a jeweler out here in New York, I'm going to be chopping it up with him soon. We've been going back and forth on scheduling. That's going to get done in these weeks coming up. My homie beats me, um, and that's a a personal interview. Uh, He's been a, a huge inspiration for me. I got some women coming on the show. I know this has been kind of a boys club lately. My cousin Steph, she is an expert in the social media space, so we'll be interviewing her pretty soon. My guy Grin Styles, he's a tattoo artist. He does all my tattoos. I found him when I first moved to New York. He did tattoos for Joe Budden, Rory of the Rory Mall podcast, which I didn't even know till recently. Royce the Five Nine. So a lot of cool artists that he tattoos for. We're going to get into some conversations. Who else? Man, a whole lot of people. A lot of DJs. Shout my boy Destruct. We're going to do something here pretty soon. He also does video production. He's a talented scratch DJ and video producer, and we have a long history. I actually helped him begin in the video production world, so I'm excited to talk to him about that. Lots of DJs on the way. DJs are multi-talented. A lot of them do more than just one thing. So yeah, lots of dope interviews coming up. I just need two weeks. Just give me two weeks because of the good news. Okay, the good news is we may have a partner here. That's right. So we are only about, what, two, three months into the podcast, and there's someone already interested in partnering with us, uh, which is amazing. Shout out to John Reyes, because I would not be able to do this without John holding it down. 
This is a company, I'm not going to say the company because nothing is signed yet, but um, they're a company that help support and grow podcasts, but also help monetize podcasts. And that's really what's holding me back from just continuing. Once we're getting some extra support and can get and hire on some bandwidth, then we're going to be able to not take any breaks here because, yeah, we have sponsors and stuff, but we have no sponsors yet. So once that's done, only necessary breaks like holidays and stuff like that. I'm trying to make this my job, man. But right now I have to squeeze it in where I can. It's really an investment, but I see the value. I see people want it and I need this too. This is for me first and foremost, because I'm gaining a lot of insight myself, man. And I'm building this community and I see a lot that can be done outside of just the podcast from events to meetups to products. It's exciting news, but we need these two weeks. Thank you guys. Please be patient. We'll be back at the end of February. But right now, I'm happy to introduce the voicemail segment. Calling, calling, calling. I'm calling my brother. I'm calling. Answer your phone. I'm calling. Conversation. My words connect. My mind connects to York, and we connect. Born. September 6th. As the rhythm of the music hits my mind and my soul, we embody the aura of unity, my twin brother. brother, 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 brother. Alright, so fun fact about that segment open. Aris, my brother Aris Nunez. What's up, brother? Yeah. Happy birthday. <laughs> don't be weird. Come on, don't be weird. Go ahead. <laughs> this is really weird to it me. It is. <laughs> it is. This is weird. Oh, by the way, we're twins. If you guys don't know, I have a twin brother named Aris, and he does motion graphics. He's also a talented DJ himself. He made that as a ringtone for me, and he was trying to like be slick and secretly put it on my phone without me knowing, so it would just go off. Uh, he was going to try to make it go off in the middle of a meeting. Thing is, you can't run anything past me, okay? Okay, you might think you're a ninja, but I'm ninja okay? So it didn't work, but I do have it, and it is my ringtone to this day, because why would it not be? It's hilarious. And shout out to my boy, Zach DeVincent, who made the beat. The beat knocks, man. I got the illest ringtone ever, custom, okay? Maybe that can be a business move for Ari, so you can make custom ringtones. And Zach. Okay, let's get into voicemails. This first one comes out from the Bay homie, Sush. Let's go. Yo, yo, what up, Rel? What up, John? Seuss tapping in with you guys. First and foremost, just want to say I've been uh, catching up on the podcast recently. And these last few episodes are something special for me, man, as a hip-hop aficionado, seeing how much of the culture of hip-hop has had such an impact on so many other fields and how so many other fields have contributed to what hip-hop culture has become. Um, it's become kind of an undertone in these last few episodes and I'm really enjoying that. So thank you so much for kind of giving us that insight on that as well. And um, I just wanted to bring up with you guys because in some of these conversations, there is a lot of talk about you know what it takes to be an independent or even working in the corporate world, what it takes to move up the ladder. And I think in a generation like mine, me being 33 at this point, um, we were raised on what is currently being called hustle culture in that, you know, we were taught that 
you're not really doing anything if you're not hustling and you have to work nonstop to get what you're trying to get to. And now, more recently, the younger generation has been kind of at war with hustle culture, even saying that it's a scam and you don't really have to work every day of your life to make your goals happen and things like this. And um, I think I'm kind of at this crossroads here where I'm wondering, is it really that one is right and one is wrong or that there needs to be a balance for it? And how do you create that balance? So um, just wanted to throw that question your way and see how you feel about it, especially seeing as it seems that you've kind of figured out how to create that balance in your life, even getting us to this podcast. So um, thanks again for everything you're doing with the pod and looking forward to hearing back from you on this one. All right, shout out to Sush. Great voicemail. First of all, I have not figured it out, man. I also come from the background of hustle culture. And, of course, the hip-hop world, we're told, you know, we never sleep because sleep's the cousin of death. I never sleep because sleep is the cousin of death. And later in life, after, you know, having kids, having a family, and just going through my own personal mental and physical health journey, I've realized that we need rest in order to function at 100%. But let me break down this voicemail. His first point was he loves seeing how hip-hop has influenced a lot of creative professionals. And I too, man, I love it. Rel and Friends was the first iteration of it was supposed to be just creative professionals. It didn't matter if you had a hip-hop background, if you were influenced by hip-hop or whatever. I just wanted to talk to people that were creative professionals. And as I, I reached out to my community, I just noticed that the community I'm in is basically a hip-hop community. That's just who I surrounded myself with. I'm friends with tons of hip-hop DJs. I threw tons of hip-hop parties. I did a hip-hop TV show. So naturally, my community is going to be all hip-hop aficionados. And a lot of us have gone on to do very cool things in the creative world. And of course, we're influenced by hip-hop. So it's become this thing where it's creatives who are influenced by hip-hop and how they were able to turn that into careers. So yeah, I love it, man. I love it. Once hip-hop's in you, it's never going to leave, man. It always goes back to hip-hop. But the second part of your voicemail, how do you balance professional and personal life and having a good work-life balance and, and making time for yourself? So some insight I've gotten just through watching like things like TED Talks or even just conversations I've had here on the podcast. The people that excel are the people that have the most drive, that have the most grit in them. And I don't think that's going to change. So from the hustle culture, I think that's what we could take out of that. Like the people that want it the most, that are willing to put the most work into it are the people that are going to succeed. And I don't think that's ever going to change. That being said, this new generation, yes. And I think also because of the pandemic, there's a lot of people that put themselves first, which is great. But I do, I mean, this might be an old head talking, but some of these young cats just don't even want to work. And I'm not throwing that as a blanket statement to everyone because I know a lot of young hustlers out there that work twice as hard as me. And I see them to be very successful in the future. But, you know, you got cats that don't even want to leave the house. They just want to do everything on Zoom now. And which is cool. Working from home is cool, man. I'm all for it. You know, productivity still can be really high if you work from home, but that takes a lot of self-discipline. So a lot of entitlement in the new generation, I see it. Again, this is coming from an old head. I come from 
you put in the work, you get your hands dirty, and you see results. And there is some people in the younger generation that feel like they deserve stuff without putting in the work. And I think that's just a mixed message that's sent out to people, and people just interpret the self-care thing in a different way. Now, that being said, how do you find balance? Sush is on his grind. I see it every day. Sush is from Sacramento, living in LA. His history is in nightlife, still very active in nightlife. He did radio. So I know, I know, I know the grind, man. I know that radio nightlife DJ grind. And it's tough. You got to put in a lot of work. My advice, John Race might be a good guy to talk to because he's still heavily in nightlife. I hung up my nightlife uh, life a while ago. But I would say just, man, make sure you schedule time for yourself. I know a lot of the day is planning the night, you know, and a lot of the night is being active throughout the night. With a lot of nightlife culture comes a lot of unhealthy habits, a lot of drinking, late night eating, not a lot of sleep. So my recommendation, and this is not something I did when I was active in nightlife. This is something I learned later in life. I would say make sure you are getting enough sleep. So if you're working nights, don't feel bad about sleeping until noon. If that's what you got to do, man, sleep until noon. Okay, get your full, try to get six to eight hours of sleep every day if you can. Two is watch what you eat. Watch that diet, man. And I'm not talking to just Sush because Sush looks very healthy, but this is a blanket statement to all my folks in nightlife. I would even come up with a meal plan. This can help you even save a lot of money. My personal fitness journey three years ago, I got a personal trainer and nutritionist. Helped me come up with a diet, helped taught me macros. I lost a ton of fat. I've been gaining muscle. Sleep and nutrition are the main ones. I think once you bounce those out, everything else kind of falls in place. If you can get in some workouts, some cardio, that's cool. I would definitely say some strength training. That'll get you physically up there, but then also the mental capacity, mental wellness really, really follows that. In my case, man, once I decided to take that fitness journey, everything kind of fell into place. It's really weird. It's really weird. But you hear that phrase, yeah, health is wealth. And it always sounds corny, but it's very true. Once I decided to put myself first and my health and well-being first, everything fell into place. You know, how I look and feel to my career. My career also followed along and took off. Maybe it's the universe just telling me it's my time. I don't know, man, but... Yeah, it's really been working out. Shout out to Sush for that call. I hope some of that was of some help to you. Oh, let me throw out a little memory of Sush because I've been watching Sush from afar. Earliest memory was going to Cuff and Sack and seeing how he held it down. Okay, on the West Coast, for my DJs and selectors out there, there's a, not a lot of people that can hold down the turntables, but also on the mic too, that have crazy mic game. It's a big East Coast thing, but Sush does it so well, man. You can rock a crowd both with selection and on the mic. So if you're in LA, man, check out one of his parties. I guarantee you'll have a good time. All right, let's get into the next voicemail. Hi, Rail. Hi, John Reyes. Uh, this is Spesh. First time, long time. Very happy to be on the show. First off, Thank you both so much for the work that you are doing on this podcast. I am such a huge fan. It is my weekly inspiration as a creative and a person who is pivoting into hopefully video production um, just to have this podcast every week as this like guiding light of inspiration has been phenomenal. So thank you, thank you, thank you. 
the segments are so well produced and so enjoyable and so thoughtful. The mini docs on socials are out of this world. It's just everything. So thank you both so much. But I do have questions. <laughs> um, first question. On the very first episode of the podcast, Rel, you asked if people travel with their sandbags. And I was just curious if you ever got a response for that. I'd also like to know if people travel with their sandbags or what they do in those cases. Do you just go to a city and buy them? Very interesting. And then also, Rel, you talked about different YouTube sources that you use, you know, to learn about video production or just stay on top of, you know, new technology and stuff like that. So I was curious if you had any recommendations of what you watch on YouTube, different users. Um, yeah, just mostly what channels do you watch on YouTube? Thank you both again so much. So happy to be here, and I'm just so grateful that you continue to do these podcasts and introduce us to these amazing people while being amazing people yourself. Thanks. Bye. Hey, shout out Spesh, another homie from the Bay Area. And Spesh, short for special. Quick memory, I remember Spesh from back in the day when I was doing Distortion Aesthetic. We would always check in online. I forget, I don't don't know if it's emails or what, or whatever equivalent DMs were back then, but we used to check in a lot. And I know she got into Barrier Radio for a little bit. What I always liked was the name Special. Such a dope name. Not since Special Ed did anyone else use Special. So I always thought that was dope. I'm so happy that you're taking something from this and that you are looking into video production as a profession. I 100% encourage that. It's not going anywhere. If anything, it's a stronger position to get into. Even if you don't end up landing on video production as a profession, it's a tool that can help you no matter where you end up. If you end up in construction, you know, you'll have the illest videos of construction. I'll put you on a different level marketing wise. So First part of your question was the sandbag thing. Nobody answered. <laughs> Nobody answered me. Uh, so the solution, I still need a solution, but I'll tell you what I do now. I got this trip coming up in LA and I just added to the rental because we're going to be renting some stuff. So we're bringing cameras, bringing sound equipment, bringing lights. The one thing I hate traveling with is light stands and sandbags and tripods and stuff like that. So that I usually try to rent if I can. I'm going to be in LA, so that's very easy to find. When I'm going on shoots like in the middle of nowhere, I went to Salt Lake City, that's, it's a little bit harder. They probably have rental houses, but it's a little bit harder to find. And then sometimes there's people that just need all this insurance and deposits and all that, and I don't even want to deal with it. So when I do need to travel with my light stands and tripods and all that, and I need a uh, sandbag, sometimes I don't use anything, which is very dangerous. But in some cases where I need to make sure that I'm securing it somehow, I'll use like a bag a backpack or something like that, or even my equipment bag. And uh, I have a hook. I have this hook on top of it where I can hook it down. So add some weight to it. I have like my Pelican case and I can secure that with one of those little bungee things. It's not the best solution, but it is a solution and has proven to work a few times. But guess what? I've also had lights completely fall over and that's all bad. Luckily, it's never happened when I'm trying to impress clients or anything. It's usually like on a fun shoot with friends and everyone gets scared, but 
you know, these things could take a fall too. It's just, it's more, you don't want people to get hurt. The, the equipment is fine. The people you don't want to hurt. Okay. And then your second part of the question, YouTube University. So I use it a lot. I'll get into some specific channels, but really YouTube for me is, it's more SEO. It's search. So when there's a new camera out, I'll search the new camera and look at the top results and then watch like four or five videos. If it's a camera that I'm trying to buy, if it's advice, like I want to learn new sound editing techniques, I'll just search, you know, tips for editing sound and post-production. And I usually go down a rabbit hole. So I did start following some channels that I liked when I was watching reviews and tips and how-tos and stuff like that. But what I've noticed with a lot of these video producer influencers, it's an SEO game for them. And a lot of them are just kind of doing the same content. What I noticed at the beginning of the year, a lot of them start off with like, what's in my bag? You know, the what's in my Pelican case bag? It's regurgitating the same content. I mean, if you like their personalities, definitely follow them. There is a couple that I still follow, but all of them will drop the same reviews at the same time. It's just all SEO, so you're better off just searching when you need help. But some channels that I do follow, there's this one specifically called Film Courage, and it's more a discussional show, and they chop up little clips. They talk to professionals in the film industry, from writers to sound people to directors to producers. It's just really, I mean, the title says it, Film Courage is to build up the courage around producing high-end video quality stuff. So I would definitely recommend checking that out. I love discussional content. I feel like that's where I learn the most. There's also a guy that specializes in lighting. His name is Wandering DP, and he's a, a professional in the lighting space. For me, lighting was not my first skill set, and it's still not the one that I feel I'm the strongest at. So every time he posts something new, I always watch. And he gives a lot of tips on just philosophy and even technical advice. So I definitely follow those two. If you're into lighting, I would follow that. What else? Let's scroll. I'm scrolling on my channel right now. And this might be a little bit of a personal bias, but I follow my guy, Brian Tong. He's been doing a lot of uh, Apple Vision Pro. He's just a tech guy, mostly Apple, and I'm an Apple fanboy. So I follow him. But if you're looking for broader tech advice you know the god marquis brownlee mkbhd you gotta follow him so if you like what you heard if you're seeing some value if you're getting some inspiration if you could just do me a favor go over to their podcast platform and rate us five stars leave a little comment let folks know how much you like the podcast because then you'll help us get into other people's homes ears wavelengths brains and we'll spread the gospel all right thanks a lot y'all peace i hope that was helpful shout out to sush and spesh for the voicemails and man we we need more of these this is fun Uh, oh oh and also you guys are gonna get a book that's right you guys are winners of the book giveaway, Joe Conzo, 50 Years of Hip Hop book. I'm going to hit you guys up. I'll DM you guys. Get your address so I can send them out there. And we got plenty of more. You guys got to hit the voicemail in order to get a book. I got about 25 more. Actually, I'm gonna, I want to keep from some for myself. So I got 20 more. Hit the voicemail, 646-926-3885. Hit the voicemail. Ask a question. If I don't got the answer, I'll find it for you. I'll hit someone else that I know 
that might have an answer and then you're gonna get a book okay so as we take these next two weeks off i want to see a whole lot of voicemails come in and then we're going to start spreading them out throughout the show so we have a little something every episode and then i can get these books out of my house because i went crazy and i bought way too many so i got to give them away on that note please 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 stick around we'll be back in two weeks i do not want to take this break but i have to in order for the future of the show to continue we need to get some order in here okay and it's all on me okay it's not john race's fault john race is on top of shit he's keeping me in check actually so stick around we'll see y'all soon all right (laughs) 